Welcome to another unofficial primer mini episode of the Superpowered Fancast. This is Darren. So, one of the reasons why um, we're doing these mini episodes is we are trying to give people more information, maybe new listeners, new readers to comics, information on these characters that are being introduced in both the television and movie worlds that, you know, they don't have necessarily the time to go through. Uh, backstory on in the movies, which as a comic book fan, I appreciate, but I can kind of understand from a newcomer's perspective, you know, asking the question, who are these people? What do they do? What do they want? What are they? What are their motivations? So just these unofficial primers are just my way of kind of saying, Hey, you know what? If you heard about this character, here's a little backstory on that character. So uh, one of the biggest mysteries of the 2014 film Guardians of the Galaxy was the identity of Peter Quill's father. Now, thankfully, this year's Comic-Con dispelled all the speculation and revealed who it was. Now, while most speculation hinted that Quill's father's identity would be the focus of the sequel, director James Gunn has decided to get the reveal out of the way. I mean, leaving the audience to continue to speculate on what the story will be, which... I agree with wholeheartedly. Now, Nova Prime told Peter that his father was something different and ancient, and both of those terms aptly define this character. Ego, the living planet. Now, created by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby, uh, Ego, the living planet was first introduced in Thor number 132 in September of 1966. See, Ego is a member of the Elders of the Universe, which include the Collector, from the uh, first Guardians of the Galaxy film, and the Grandmaster, who will be in the next Guardians of the Galaxy film, along with Ego. Now, according to Ego himself, in a conversation with Thor, he used to be a scientist who merged with the planet when its sun went nova. Now, as a result, he was able to survive and started planning to conquer the galaxy, because why not? I mean, frankly, he's your, your sentient planet. Why... What else would you do other than try and conquer the galaxy? So, <laughs> well, he absorbed spaceships and other worlds uh, to continue his existence. Now, his powers tend to tend to change over time, but for the most part, the the core abilities of ego are that you know ego is highly intelligent and has complete control over his entire mass internally and externally down to a molecular level. Now, the level of control that he has allows him to transform his surface into whatever climate and terrain he sees fit. So it uses this ability to lure unsuspecting ships to its surface where he absorbs those ships and their crews en masse. So if you're piloting a freighter and you're looking for ice to bring water back to your planet, Ego can turn himself into an ice planet to lure you into to basically just eat you so ego also has psionic powers and can project blasts powerful enough to destroy other planets he can scan the biological structures of any living being on his surface and can read their minds as well so because ego kind of you know as the name suggests thinks about himself and has been, you know, kind of wreaking havoc throughout the galaxy. Um, in an attempt to save their homeworld from Ego, 
the Rigelian colonizers recruit Thor to defeat Ego with the help of a sentient android called the Recorder. Now, after the encounter, Ego renounces his plans for conquest due to his defeat. But, his name being Ego, months later, Ego is forced to call on Thor for help when a weakened Galactus appears and decides that he's going to feed on Ego. Now, after Thor defeats Galactus, Ego allows for the Wanderers, whose planet was the first to be destroyed by Galactus, to live on him and make Ego their new home. So, a Rigelian scientist living on Ego decided to use a portion of Ego's DNA to try and produce a substance that could fertilize sterile worlds for colonization, which frankly seems rather benign. You know, you just, you want to be able to um, terraform other planets. But this apparently drives Ego nuts because, you know, reasons. (laughs) And he lashes out at this unforgivable act of decency and he absorbs the wanderers. I mean, he absorbs all of them. Now, this actually attracts Galactus again, and he teams with Thor, Hercules, and Fire Lord, his herald, to stop Ego. Now, while Thor and his allies keep Ego busy, Galactus, in a basically unprecedented act of heroism, <laughs> straps an engine to Ego's southern pole and sends him hurtling through space, preventing him from threatening anyone else. Now, eventually, Ego gains control of the engine and decides to get revenge on Galactus by tracking him to Earth. Now, he's stopped by the Fantastic Four and his his damaged engine hurls him into the sun, which, in essence, kills him. But, you know, it being comic books, he reforms himself and joins with the Elders of the Universe, including the Grandmaster and the Collector, in a plan to destroy Galactus. Now, of course, Galactus prevails and consumes most of the el- most of the elders themselves. Now, during this time, Ego had continued confrontations with Thor, Beta Ray Bill, and other cosmic-based heroes while he was being driven mad by a being known as the Supreme Intelligence, which is a Kree entity created to help develop a cosmic cube, not the cosmic cube, but a cosmic cube. So kind of leaning hard into the infinity, uh, stone world here. Now his madness drives him to try and create other sentient planets like himself. He's cured by silver surfer and and professor Xavier after the Kree point him towards earth again. Now during the annihilation war, Quasar, who had been absorbing Ego's powers to keep him in check, dies. Ego is released and supplants the leader of the Nova Corps. Now, after brainwashing the Corps, Nova defeats Ego. But in order to find a way to stop Ego for good, Nova transports in mindless ones, who are servants of Dormammu from the Doctor Strange comics, to attack Ego's brain, forcing him to retreat into deep space. Now, again, in the first Guardians film, it was established that Peter Quill's father was something ancient. Now, considering the consistent run-ins Ego has had with Thor, it might be interesting to see whether he has some presence in the next Thor movie, which could transition him to the next Guardians movie. Now, according to most of the rumors, they won't be using the living planet aspect of Ego, 
but instead having him be in humanoid form, which is a shame if it's true. I mean, there are way too many things and set pieces they could use with an entire planet to create. But it's going to be interesting, you know, to see how the Marvel Cinematic Universe and specifically Kurt Russell and James Gunn introduce and integrate Ego into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Now, considering the circumstances of Peter Quill's birth and his father specifically his father specifically are reasons that the infinity stone didn't kill him. I mean, could this mean that Peter will play a significant role in the upcoming Avengers infinity war movie? I mean, there are also rumors that this version of ego has a connection to the guardian mantis and that this relationship could cause some tension between Peter and ego. Now, all of these dynamics make for an interesting potential story for the guardian sequel and the character's history with Dormammu and Thor can directly link not only Thor to the Guardians of the Galaxy side of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but Doctor Strange as well. But, you know, as always, let me know what you think. I mean, was there anything that I left out? I mean, I know that there are decades of history with this character, but I just kind of wanted to hit on the major um, history points and things that connect to the Marvel Cinematic Universe as a whole. But, you know, was there, if there's anything I left out, let me know. Was there an aspect to the character that you wanted me to dive deeper into? Um, all of those questions are valid. But, you know, refer your comments, questions, and concerns to our email at superpoweredfancast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at superpoweredfan, and please rate and review us on iTunes. Just let me know what you liked, what you didn't. What you'd like to hear more of. Maybe you have a character you have a question about. If you have a question about. I can do an unofficial primer on that character. But let me know. Um, as always. As we draw this unofficial primer to a close. I'd like to say thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to our mini episodes. Thank you for listening to our. Uh, Roundtable episodes. We really enjoy doing them. And we're going to get into a better rhythm. About getting those out to you. Um, cause we really want to, uh, attract advertisers. Uh, so we're going to make, so we're just going to be inundating you guys, you listeners with, uh, content from, from all of us. So you'll be hearing more from us and we love to hear back from you. But, uh, this is Darren for the superpowered fan cast saying, I'll see you soon.